the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day and welcome to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead. I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney and also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. In addition to my JD, I hold a couple of master's degrees in law, one as a Master of the Law of Taxation Law and the other as a Master of the Law of Intellectual Property Law. And I'm also proud to say that Both of my master's degrees were obtained from Golden Gate University School of Law in beautiful downtown San Francisco. And because of my training, my experience, my interests, I primarily practice bankruptcy, debt wealth management, estates and trust, real estate and taxation law. And I'm also proud to say that as part of my practice, I also sometimes have the opportunity to seek to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves victims of some forms of financial elder abuse. I am, as always, so pleased to be able to come to you again today from the beautiful KFAX studios in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area to discuss some financial and legal issues confronting families and small business owners. However, I must once again ask you to please take note that this show does not provide legal advice, nor I'm a I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for this exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances, and hopefully to provide you with an outline of some of the issues that may help you seek out and find qualified professional help. I do this because I, I I know that some of you believe that you can represent yourself in legal matters. But as I like to say, you know, going into and re- court and representing yourself is just like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. If you're lucky and you can get close enough to your adversary, you might be able to scratch her on her arm or even poker in the eye, but more than likely, you're going to be dead on arrival. Again, I'm not saying that many of you don't have the smarts to represent yourself in legal matters. You may well be able to. However, I must inform you that most lay people simply don't have the 
knowledge of the applicable statutory or case law or the applicable rules and procedures of a uh, particular matter, and you might not know the rules of the court that you may find yourself in. And as each of these statutes and the legal cases and the rules are in constant flux, speaking for myself as an attorney, I find that I must spend several hours each day just reading and thinking and writing about the law just to remain competent. Something that most lay people just don't have the time to do. And unfortunately, ignorance of the law and the rules of procedure and the rules of the court will not likely help you and most likely will spell disaster for your case, even though you might have a righteous case and a righteous set of claims. So let me be clear. I, like most lawyers, don't carry around in my head all the case law and the rules of a particular area of law. It's impossible to do so, and it would be madness, in my opinion, to even try. But what we do have that lay people don't have is this. We have access to tools and support people that can help us discover the up-to-date information we require to plead and argue our clients' cases in court. And more importantly, in my opinion, because of our years of education and training in the law and the analytical skills we develop, even if we don't want to, we sometimes unconsciously carry around in our heads the basic outline of the key issues related to the laws in which we practice, such that we're able to ask you intelligent questions, intelligent key questions that will focus our mind and help us do the research we need in our attempt to help you obtain a favorable outcome outcome in your particular matter. So if you find yourself with a legal problem, especially one that concerns your family's or your business's finances, I urge you to find competent professional help. I say this not because I'm a lawyer wanting your business. I say this as a Christian, and I want to tell you that you're not a lawyer and you might end up hurting yourself. So that's the purpose of Selwyn's Law, in case you haven't guessed, to discuss laws related to money and sometimes the lack thereof, as I understand it, in a non-threatening educational form. Okay, so with that understanding... And because inquiring minds want to know, this week we'll continue our discussion of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the law passed by Congress in its 115th session, and how the act may affect your tax returns now that we're in tax season. So today we're going to begin our discussion of the TCJA's impact on businesses, especially small business as we've spent the last couple of weeks discussing its implication for individuals and families. As you recall, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 became the law of the land on December 22, 2017, and it took effect on January 1, 2018. And as such, it's the state of the law here in the United States of America and its territories. And it is the law that we all are scratching our heads and trying to figure out what we do and what we should do as we prepare our 
2018 tax returns in the first quarter of 2019. And we're also trying to determine if and how much we might get back in a tax refund if we're lucky. And if we're unlucky, how much, in addition to what's already been taken out of our uh, income, how much we owe our dear old Uncle Sam. So today I'm going to give you an overview of the TCGA's reduction on the top corporate rate from 35% to a flat 21% rate and the TCGA Section 199A, and this is the new 20% deduction for pass-through businesses that are pursuant to Section 199A of the Internal Revenue Code. First off, let's just go over what's been reduced as far as the tax rate for businesses. So let's start with the old law. Under the prior law, the highest corporate tax rate there was was 35%. And the highest rate for taxes on qualified dividends received by individuals was 23.8%. That is to say 20% plus an excise tax is what I call it, of 3.8% on net investment income. As a result, under prior law, the overall effective rate on corporate income distributed to individual shareholders was a whopping 50.47%. That's composed of the highest rate uh, plus uh, the math between um, what's left over after it flows into the individual. So let let me just put a pin in it there. Corporations have what is known as double taxation. The corporation as a separate entity is taxed under the was taxed under the old law at 35%. And so after a corporation pays its, its bills, including its taxes, then it will distribute um, the excess to its shareholders. Sometimes that's you and me as outright shareholders. Sometimes that's you and me because it's in our 401k or other pension kind of investment vehicle. In effect, if a business is structured at a, as a C-corporation, which is what I'm talking about, the owners and controllers of the corporation, they end up paying the 35% tax rate in effect, and then they pay on top of that 23.8% for a total of 50.47%. So what the new tax law did, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, It eliminated that top rate, and now there is a flat rate of 21%. So that means that the corporation is taxed at 21%, and even if there was not a change in the individual tax rate, that would be a substantial savings that would flow through to the owners of the corporation. And that's why... It said that this corporate, um, that the, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is basically a tax cut that inures to the benefit of wealthy folks and major corporations because wealthy folks mostly own outright stock in corporation as opposed to regular folks, and I consider myself a regular folks, we own 
corporations indirectly, and we don't get to take advantage of this huge tax savings. So when I come back, we're going to continue our discussion, and we're going to look at small businesses. But first, we're going to take a short break, and I'll see you on the other side. back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act and how it may affect your 2018 business tax return. Now that we're well into tax preparation and uh, the filing season for 2018. Well, It's 2019, but remember, we're always looking backwards as we prepare our tax returns. So I went over um, the substantial uh, tax rate deduction for C corporations uh, down from the highest rate of 35% uh, down to a flat rate. Um, And to carry on, according to the joint analysis from the Congressional Budget Office, and the Joint Committee on Taxation, these are the two entities that scored in uh, quotation marks the financial implications of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. It found, or they found, that is to say the Congressional Budget Office and the Joint Committee on Taxation, that this 35% top rate deduction down to, reduction down to 21%, will reduce revenues, reduce the revenues our federal government needs to run it itself by $1.65 trillion over the course of a decade. These corporate tax changes are permanent, while many of the major uh, individual provisions I've discussed with you in the preceding weeks as well as the changes for pass-through businesses that I'll discuss shortly, will sunset for tax years beginning after December 31, 2025. That is to say, beginning January 1, 2026. So the corporate tax rates and their savings are permanent. The tax savings for individuals, if any, and I share with you there's just a few, and they mostly focus in on people with high net worth and huge incomes, as well as these changes for businesses will go away uh, beginning, uh, ending December 31, 2025. So let's look at sole proprietorships and pass-through businesses. So let's level set here. A pass-through business is a business that is not a C corporation. So there's mostly the double taxation of C corporations are not implicated by sole proprietorships or pass-throughs. A sole proprietorship is um, Joe the plumber. He's set up as a sole proprietor. He files his tax returns. And included in his package of forms that he fills out is uh, are schedules that are focused on his business. And so 
his business income passes through to Joe, and uh, his if he has a business gain, uh, it'll increase the amount of taxes that he'll have to pay as an individual. If his business has a loss, that will flow to the bottom line and reduce his taxes. So that's the sole proprietorship. It's pretty straightforward. But there are also other businesses that aren't set up as sole proprietorships that indirectly act like a sole proprietorship. And so what do I mean? There's something called an S corporation as opposed to a C corporation. And many um, small business owners set themselves up as a S corporation because it provides them with some of the protections that a corporation does. A corporation is a separate entity, and sometimes corporations do bad things. And they can, um, in addition to being sued for civil uh, liabilities, they can also be sued for crimes. And an unfortunate example right here in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, is Pacific uh, Gas and Electric Company, who uh, is currently in bankruptcy trying to deal with um, all the different lawsuits being filed by ratepayers and others who were harmed by or it's believed that they were harmed by malfunctioning electrical equipment. So in those instances, PG&E is being sued civilly. But as you recall, a few years back, there was a terrible disaster in San Bruno that killed a bunch of folks in addition to blowing up people's homes and destroying their homes. And um, PG&E was sued um, as a criminal and found guilty. And um, even though it was a corporation, so who's responsible? Uh, So it's not that being a corporation shields you from liability. It shields you as an individual person from liability, unless there's some kind of collusion or conspiracy that can be alleged and proved. So that is why people um, choose a corporate structure. But there's a I call it a baby corporate structure for small businesses. It's not a total C with a double taxation. It's a subchapter S, which is a form of a corporation, but income uh, is passed through to the owners, and there's a limit on the number of owners, and, and there can be an S corporation can be extinguished, uh, but the, it, the income passes through such that It's not taxed at the corporate level. It's taxed as it flows through to the um, income tax uh, returns of the subchapter S's owners. And a limited liability corporation is similar. It doesn't have shareholders. It has members. But the idea of the um, income flowing through to the members is similar to the flow through to an S corporation shareholders, which is similar to a sole proprietor's flowing from his business expense schedule to the bottom line of his 1040 or her 1040. So um, under the uh, TCJA, the highest tax rate for individuals dropped down from 39.6% to 37%. Might sound like a tiny amount, but it could have significant ramifications. And it because it also shifted the brackets and and condensed them to make it such that many people will not reach that highest level to uh, 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 
who have higher income will not be taxed at the highest level because the brackets have shifted. For example, the highest, um, the 39.6% uh, uh, took place uh, at, at a high level at $600,000, but now um, uh, it's reduced down to $480,000 under the present regime. And for a single taxpayer, the top tax rate uh, effective at $500,000 rather than $426,000. So the lowest tax rate is still 10%, and it takes effect as the first taxable dollar of income. However, taxpayers may uh, have more or less income before the 10% rate applies than it did in the past. So I just wanted to give you an example. Let's just use um, a, a mythical, hypothetical taxpayer uh, named Selwyn. In 2018, when filing her taxes for 2017, remember we looked back, Selwyn uh, was a single lawyer taxpayer with taxable income of, say, $100,000. She paid $20,842.75. However, because of the lowering of the rate and the shifting of the tax brackets, uh, when she's working on filing her 2018 taxes now, someone is still a single taxpayer with income of $100,000. However, she will only pay $18,289.50. So I'm sparing y'all the math because I like the math and It'll put you all to sleep. But someone saved $2,000 because of the Tax Cuts and Job Act uh, as a professional person making $100,000. So in sum, with the corporate tax rate now at a flat 21% and the corporate ultimate minimum tax, which is a nightmare that I will spare you, a C corporation distributing all of its after-tax profits as dividends to its individual shareholders in the highest tax bracket, it results in a maximum effective rate of 39.8% as opposed to that 50.70% that I talked about before. So that's why wealthy people and corporations <laughs> like this, <laughs> this, this tax, the new tax law so much. And, you know, uh, that's the way it goes. That's the reduction in corporate and individual tax rates after December 31, 2017, reduces the highest marginal effective rate on businesses from that 50.47 to 39.8% for a C corporation distributing its after-tax profits. And it also reduces people like Selwyn from a 43.4% uh, of her of her taxes down to forty percent because she, as a lawyer, is in a pass through business. So I know this is the most exciting thing you guys have heard today, <laughs> talking about taxes and math. But you know, it, it really is exciting. And I'm speaking to you, little Selwyns and little Billies and Bobbies out there. You really should consider becoming either a tax lawyer or a CPA. And you should tell your folks that and make sure that you take some advanced placement courses in math so you'll be able to do that. So 
when we get together next time, I'm going to continue uh, our discussion of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, and I'm going to focus in on Section 199A and how it's not so much good for lawyers who make a lot of money and doctors and other professionals because they might end up paying substantially more taxes than they do right now. So I'm going to leave it there for now. Till next time, when we look into more of the TCGAA, uh, as always, in parting, Selwyn's Law and I urge you to always stay on the right side of the law. Take care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.